Hello, I'm Michael Worth, and this is the All Walks of Art Podcast, a lounge-like pub-style drinking show for creatives and artists from all walks of life. Find a comfy chair, pour your favorite beverage, and enjoy the show. We got cameras in the studio again, and you know how it is. Whenever I say hello, Paul jumps out of his chair, but today... It's always a surprise. I know. Today's episode is all about the big stuff those colossal moments in the art world. I'm not going to read this right because I can't hardly see. You can't see. What the hell? All right. Anyway, we're talking about colossal moments, folks. But first, speaking of colossal, allow me to introduce the formidable Paul Ramey. Hello. How's everyone? I had to use a thesaurus for that. Oh. Formidable and colossal are I'd similar words. I'd have to words. use a thesaurus to look up the word thesaurus. <laughs> so we got this beer. Do we? Yeah. Is it cool? It's, it's cool. It's called Colossal Claude going with the theme of colossal so uh imperial india pale l it is who invented beer um mr beerman <laughs> i don't know paul you really don't know when the first I, uh no i don't i really really don't. are you pouring that for me no this can. one's for me oh yeah look i can tell even with my glasses off that that's a big one yeah so paul's blind today we're uh I kind of threw it on him that we were going to actually do yeah, a here, recording. Uh, this is well. This is what everyone would have to look at. <laughs> My uh, safety glasses. It's okay. Yeah, because you, know, you don't want to get hurt. Yeah, fuck it. I'm going to give you this much. Oh, that's right? way too much. This is how much I'm giving Paul. This is how much you know. Do you know which camera you're going in? Yeah, I kind of do. Not really. It's we're too close for that one. But that is yours. All right. And this is my extra. <laughs> <laughs> We got one the for on. you. One for you. Two for two, me. Two, three, four for me. All right. Cheers. Are we doing this? Yeah, we're doing this. All right. And you're sitting kind of far away, but I know that's how we did it. Um, Don't so, smell bad. Well, no, it, it doesn't. I would say it's probably... I haven't tasted have you, it yet. Have you had this before in your I've life? I've never had this. Lisa picked this up for us uh, Lisa, yesterday. Our, our beer wench. <laughs> yeah. She's good at it, too. She came... I didn't even ask. She just came home with it. I was like, wow. Something new. I'm curious though. Is it good? You like it? It does smell really good. Hit it. I like your mustache. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing that came up. I have a great big, uh, I have a colossal list of things <laughs> that I always try to do, mainly when I try to prepare for these shows and try to get everything done, ready for the show and, and all that kind of stuff. And my to do list had a lot of things on it. And one of them was uh, shave the beard and cut the eyebrows. You look like a hobo. It was literally oh, in wow. there, you know, and I shared it with the wife and she laughed. That That's what the whole hobo joke was oh, about. Gotcha. So I didn't shave and I didn't do the eyebrows because. Well, that's good. People can see the transformation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this, this is, this is getting pretty nasty for me even, but you know, it is what it is. So got a couple talking. I don't hate that here. beer, by the way. I don't like it, but I don't hate it. You don't? It. No. It's by Rogue Ales, I should say. We haven't really talked about the beer very much. It, you say it's an Imperial Pale Ale, and it is. Um, Did you think I was lying? No. All right. Well, why'd you say it like that? Well, I didn't say it was. It's from I read that it's it was. from Rogue. It's uh, International Bitterness Units of seventy five. I know a lot of this is stuff that most people don't really care about, but it's exciting to me. Bitterness units. <laughs> this is exactly like the last episode I put on the pod or on the uh, the, the new channel. Did you know we had a new channel? You said something about it. Yeah. But- I did. You don't pay attention. I, what am I supposed to do? I, I, you can start editing these things and save me some time. If I had, I think that you would just pick it apart. It wouldn't be good enough. Yeah, probably not. But anyway, 
the the can itself. Yes. Uh, it's kind of good for us to do. It's cool. Uh, it's got video. a little story about uh, some mythical creature like the Loch Ness monster or something. Yeah. The, in the uh, colossal. It frog. does have a story, and I don't want to go into the story, but um, in 2021, it got the Craft Beer Marketing Awards Best Can Design. It got the gold medal oh, for right. that. Uh, and it is kind of neat, and it's uh, pretty interesting. I don't know if we can get enough. I mean, this is an art podcast, but do you find that the, uh, yeah, I don't remember in the, in the nineties when I was in a band that everybody drank very heavily all the time. I don't really remember noticing can art that much. Yeah. Paps Blue Ribbon is about as interesting of can art that you got. And I think it's kind of cool that there's so much cool stuff on these beer cans and stuff nowadays. Mm -hmm. I just, it's interesting to see. It is. It's, uh, I mean, it's really good and I wish I shaved. Um, what she said <laughs> it, it is kind of neat because i mean this rogue ales goes back a long time i want to say 1988 were they out of oregon okay. oh. um and i know somebody listening can probably correct me on that of course we can always go back and look at the internet and make me look like an idiot and all that kind of stuff but i think it was 1988 that they first started making beer mm-hmm. at rogue really yeah that's they're, pretty cool yeah they're available in all 50 states i think 50 countries at this point. So they've been around a while. Uh, we've had dead, dead guy ale on here before. Um, I think you might've missed that episode. I think it was with, uh, my friend Corey. I, if I wasn't here, it didn't happen. Yeah. So, so I'm pretty sure that's the beer we had on that day, but, but this is another one. This comes from their monster IPA pack. They've got a couple other ones in there that are, that are pretty good, but I wanted to get into the, 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 colossalness of art mm-hmm. <laughs> that's kind of the idea right and do you know what the world's largest painting is a painting and we're not talking like something like the Sistine Chapel or the roof of that or nothing no no I mean that that's a big painting yeah but it's not the most there's something bigger than that yes so we're talking we're not talking about a tradition it don't have to be a painting that's on the canvas per se we're not talking no, about the i biggest. don't i don't think this one's even on canvas to be honest with you okay um let me give you a couple of hints it's the right. most expensive price paid at auction for a living artist really yeah the title is the journey of humanity it's uh painted in 2000 by uh sacha yoffrey maybe what to bring 62 million dollars so that that is a pretty high wow. price for a living artist today wow what what was it per square inch is like 13 cents but (laughs) how big is it it is seventeen thousand square feet i mean who paints that really it's an abstract puts me in mind of a jackson pollock where do you put it is it i i don't understand it it. i don't don't, i I can't yeah i can't even fathom it that's a big painting you know but that's what do you do with it how do you travel with it well who travels with their paintings I gotta know. <laughs> I'm when going some, on vacation. I think well, I'm going to take the Mona Lisa with me. <laughs> well, I travel. Well, 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 when you sell it, it has to go somewhere. Right, right. How do you get it there? I, I get it. I get it. I don't know. But uh, I don't know. Speak, speaking of Mona Lisa, uh, Leonardo da Vinci painted that. I thought it was DiCaprio. <laughs> right. I always get that. Uh, but the world's most expensive painting sold at auction. Was Leonardo da Vinci's Salvatore Monday? It was painted uh, around 1500, and uh, it went through Christie's of New York in no- November of 2017. Was when it was sold last. You have any idea how much that sold for? Yeah, I do know exactly. 81 million dollars. 
and no. there was some change. But no, it's $475.4 million. That seems like a lot of money. It is a lot of money. And uh, my eyesight is just not good today reading my notes, but uh, I did see where um, the Mona Lisa, which is still owned by the Louvre in Paris, uh, they estimate it to be worth about $850 million. <clears throat> And I they think, own it? I didn't yes. know if they were just showing it. Uh, yeah, they own it. What'd they pay for it? I don't know. How'd they get it? Who uh, owned it before them? I got a lot those of questions. are a lot of questions. It is. You should know the answer. Um, but in the Salvatore Monday, uh, Monday painting, uh, it hasn't seen the light of day from what I gather. It was purchased uh, in Abu Dhabi. So that that's kind of, no, nobody knows where it went. Are you familiar with it? Mm -mm. I, I think it's Christ. I'm not sure. It looks like a Christ-like figure holding, you know, the, the whatever the thing is. It's really bizarre. Holding but, the thing. You're his fingers, doing the finger thing. He's just kind of sitting there all stoic, you know. Um, but it's a small painting. It's not even as big as the Mona Lisa, I don't think. Yeah, people don't realize the Mona Lisa is very tiny. It is. It's like, it's like this, ain't it? Mm-mm. It's smaller than that. It's oh, bigger than that. Yeah. It's smaller than your big one back there. Though. Yeah, it's smaller okay. than the one behind me. I'd say it's probably, if I'd take a stab at it, 18 by 24. Oh, that narrows it right down. 18 inches by 24 Everyone inches. Everyone else, what is that in, in uh, metric units? Because that's what we use in everywhere else. Um, I think it's 70 centimeters by 120 centimeters. Okay. I think. Somewhere around that range. Anybody going, you know, call me out on that? So we're, what we're trying to do, folks, and, and we're kind of off our game a little bit today. I feel like we are. I feel like I'm right on it, man. I feel I've off. I've been up since 4 o'clock in the morning, and I'm ready to roll. Well, I went to bed at 4, and then I got up again at 7 with heartburn, because that's what I do these days. <laughs> and I thought, oh, I'm wide awake. <laughs> I'm going to stay awake. And I stayed awake a little too long. I thought, oh, I'm getting really sleepy. Maybe I better take a little nap before Paul gets here. And I got up late. And you showed up at the house. Oh, I'm walking through the towel. house with my towel. I just, I went downstairs to get some clothes oh, and I come up and there he was. I was like, oh no, I'm not ready yet. <laughs> what a day. That was a colossal moment, wasn't it? <laughs> well, I mean, don't, don't toot your own horn so much, but. <laughs> Uh, but, All right, moving but yeah, on. yeah, we're we're trying to trying to you know we started the new YouTube channel, did we? Yeah, yeah, I, I kind of did it prematurely. You got any as subscribers? <laughs> we got a couple. Yeah, uh, I think we're up to twenty six today. Really, that ain't bad. Yeah, not bad, not bad. So if you're listening to the show and you want to give me an ego boost, go <laughs> go subscribe. If all twenty six subscribers would send us a thousand dollars, that'd be twenty six thousand dollars. That is that is a good point. We we should set up a buy me a coffee thing on there, and they could just do that. Yeah. That would be awesome. I hope they. <laughs> Nobody's going to send us $1,000. Are you kidding me? You never know. <laughs> I could use it. I could too. My, I, I'm serious though. My eyes are just not good. And um, we got a couple cameras up in the room and we're recording. We're doing some things a little bit goofy today because um, it's just the way it is. And I'm going to try to put clips of this stuff out there for people to watch and and see their, uh, you know, get a chance to see us because we, we've, heard that a lot you know or i have anyway it's been why don't you guys do this on youtube it'd be so much better and you know i i guess i mean I, on the podcast end of things we can't do any community stuff right there's no way of commenting on on the 
the audio, right? I mean, they can mm-hmm. they can kind of leave something like a review, but there's no way of just really carrying on a conversation on YouTube. On well, no, on uh, the podcast. Oh. Out plat- platforms. I guess. So yeah. YouTube gives us that opportunity. Right. And I think eventually I'd like to do some live streams here in the studio where they can actually take part in a, a podcast live, cool. which is fun because I could read the comments or you know, just add more work to this shit that I'm already doing. Right. I mean, because you're not already, um, you know, anal and stressed enough. Yeah. We need a Jamie. Is that right? Is it Jamie on, on Joe Rogan? He's from Ohio even. So if we get Jamie. Jamie or Joe? Is it Joe? I don't well, know. Well, not Joe. Um, Joe's the dude. Jamie's like the behind the scenes guy that puts stuff up on the How TV. How am I supposed to know? I don't watch that. You don't do anything. You're this is so good. Not it's, to, not it's to cut not myself terrible, off, but, but I'm not going to drink it. There's a tropical flavor to it. There is. Kind of neat. It's not bad. So that actually would be good. I think in cooking. Mm. I think I'd make a good cooking beer um, with chicken. Yeah. Use it to caramelize some chicken. I'm actually really digging it. I I was questioning if i'd like it or not and i do like it so anyway right, well, um, it's been a good show we, yeah we on. are really rolling through the comments here or <laughs> the the, the notes the i comments. should say yeah so um well a note is kind of like a comment that you left yourself for the future oh it really kind of is. it is isn't it right my my head just exploded a minute in in a little colossal you're blood. looking at you're looking at little little things that the you've from the past Sent to you in the future, and now here you are, remembering the messages you sent yourself yeah. into the future. Yeah, how fucking cool is that? That's just crazy. Rapid fire. I don't know what to do now. Anyway, all right, Kurt so, Cobain. Yeah. This will be fun for you because we talked about panties a little bit. I want to bring up something a little bit more musical. Okay. So, uh, do you know? Do you remember? The, do you know anything about the Martin D18E guitar he had no. that he used on? I think it was the last performance of. Uh, MTV Unplugged. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember. I know what it looks like. Okay. So there was there was only a handful of those. Made. I want to say there was under 350 of them made anyway by Martin. And he ended up getting one and uh, modified it, <laughs> you know, to, yeah. to make it the way he wanted it to be. Which is, I mean, it's his guitar, right? Whatever. Yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not big on, I don't really care what people do with their shit. Um, but it sold. It's the most expensive the guitar ever sold at auction. You ready for this one? Because this about fell out of my chair on this one. Six million dollars. Hmm. I mean, how much? I thought. How much would it be worth anyway? I don't know that. I I don't know. What I mean, it's obviously it's worth six million, but I mean, how much? It's a fucking Martin, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, some of them bring like yeah, twenty grand. I guess. I guess. But guess who bought it? Joe Perry from Aerosmith. You are so close. It's Peter Friedman, the owner of Rode Microphones. So apparently people are just buying way too many Rode Microphones these days. I guess. I've never (laughs) even heard of Rode. Yeah. Rode Rode is the... uh, Official sponsor of the All Walks of Art podcast? (laughs) No, it is not. Um, I don't have any handy, really. But I I use them a lot on my my on-camera mics. So whenever I'm just walking around with a camera... And I want to get some audio. I'll use that. Rode. They're, they're very, that? How's that spelled? Uh, R O D E, but they use the they use the O with the slash. So I always want to call them rude, but whatever. They're Australian, so from Nanda Nanda. Yeah, yeah. That's terrible. It is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to have to stop the the the, the camera. Why? Because we have a record limit well, we on can't. the camera. 
and no one's going to know because in post, we're just going to fix it. Well, I am. You're not going to do shit. You're going to do your thing. I would just post it. It's not that hard. No one cares about how nice. No one looks at it and goes, oh. But it's going to go off. He used to It's going to no, stop I'm recording. Saying, I'm saying that. I'm saying I don't do anything. You said uh, I don't I do know, anything. I, I would just post it. Yeah, you do a lot. You really do. I appreciate it. You are a colossal friend. <laughs> I thought we had 20 minutes. You're a big reason. I'm watching the time oh. on my, my So which camera's going to go off? This one. The expensive well, one. Well, that's got me on it. <laughs> Yeah, Just we don't need to. We don't need the other you. one roll. Yeah, no, I want two cameras. Because when this is all over with, this is a colossal moment for me, actually. I love that word, colossal. Colossal. Yeah, but now colossal. we're going to get something really good that we wish we had on video, and we're not going to have it. I know. It's going to be going forever. I get, I'm going to turn it off, turn it back on. Wow. That was a colossal sneeze. <laughs> Are you tired of hearing about the colossal? It was big. It was really big. It's the hugest thing you've ever seen. It was like a colossus. Yeah. Make America huge again. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hey, thanks. Yeah. Give me a second. All right. We're going to. One Mississippi. I don't want anything in there. Shut up. (laughs) Okay. Well, that didn't break up the fucking. They did it. Right. Like, what happened? Just like that. We're back. You know, so you yeah. should have a little commercial play. <laughs> I know, right? yeah, yeah. Brought to you by Preparation yeah. H. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, no, I don't have a story of Preparation H. Preparation I, on the other hand, <laughs> it's a newer, improved version. Of I, H. I got it. Yeah. Anyway, I have one more for you that is uh, pretty impressive. I didn't, this one really. <laughs> has me perplexed because it could be a couple of things. And I want to get in, I want to dive into this one just a little bit heavier than what we have been on everything. All else. right, let's do it. Because we haven't dove into any of them yet, really. Let's dive right in. But the longest film ever made was an 85 hour movie called The Cure for Insomnia. It was uh, made in 1987, directed by uh, John Henry Timmis IV. Uh, it, it premiered in at the Art Institute of Chicago. And it ran from uh, the 31st of January to the 3rd of February, 1987. Who the fuck is going to watch that? Well, that's that's my point. It's a long movie. It's probably terrible, right? It's like, can you imagine sitting there for 85 hours? It's the longest movie ever, <laughs> right? I mean, I don't get it. So what makes it not like a series you would have on, like, Netflix? Right. Right? I mean, just... The fact that there's no stopping, I guess. Or... Uh, yeah, which we do that a lot I at home. I do, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure people listening do the same thing. But it's like you go from, okay, I'm going to binge watch Better Call Saul for, you know, four episodes, right? So there's four hours of your life. And you come back and you do four more episodes. And you do it until you got 85 episodes all total. I don't know how many is in the whole series, but I don't know. There's, there's what, 10 to 15 per season. There yeah. were six seasons. So, yeah, it's probably getting close to that. It'd be like watching the whole series of something. So, what is the point of making a movie that's 85 hours long? Because no one's going to sit there and watch that. No, but somebody will talk about it 20 years later. And here we are. <laughs> here we are. Yeah. It worked. So, we're done now. <laughs> There's nothing. Really? I mean, well, that's... <laughs> You're so practical. I could tell you work today. 
you, you have this, I'm only going to be logical today because I have to make decisions no, but, that are important. I mean, important. why else? You know, you're trying to do something that is, is different. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, different sucks. Sometimes different is beautiful. Yeah. Oh, I got in your camera on that one, didn't did. I? I, did. I didn't like it. Yeah. Let's see. Can we do that? Can we? Can we? Can we just? Can we? Can we see? Anytime you piss me off or something, or, or you say something <laughs> I disagree with, or I give you a sick burn, I'm just gonna look at the camera, right into it, and that's gonna be my yeah. That's gonna be my thing. <laughs> Fun part's me going back and editing that. I'll just take it out. <laughs> no, but I'll add it. I'll have it in there. Yeah. This is good. Are you feeling it? No, I You're... just had a couple sips. It's all right, but. Hmm. <clears throat> so tonight, when I do the the actual photography of the beer, mm-hmm. I'll have quite a few more. Um, surprise, surprise! Yeah, I really should have done B roll before the show, but we're we're moving slow today. Actually, I'm moving slow. Yeah, I was. Early, I was on time early. <clears throat> so, do you have any colossal moments as a musician? Colossal moment. Yeah, it could be a big moment, important moment for you or something that, you know, kind of came up and you were like, well, this is life changing. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I'm putting, putting my first CD out Yeah, in a band in 97, I think. The second one in, I think, 2000. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just, and there was just such a jump too in the quality of the artwork and the, the quality of the, um, <clears throat> the, uh, the product and the sound. Uh, they were both, you know, one was first and that was just awesome. And you could have done anything. I'd been excited. And the second one, it really felt like a real record, felt like a real band. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was just a huge, it's just a huge feeling. And I've never really, I mean, I've released stuff since then and everything, but releasing those two albums, uh, it, it just, nothing's ever really captured that same feeling. I mean, it was just. It was magic. Yeah. Because it was a first. You know, and it was something, and it, it was different then too. In '97, mm-hmm. you were still on tape, right? Yeah, recording tape. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, overdubs a lot different back then, and you know, auto tune wasn't readily available, and yep. there was a lot of things you couldn't fix a lot of stuff. You recorded like, it up the road here. Mm-hmm. Recorded it. That was then. It was then called the recording workshop, mm-hmm. and then uh, it's the REW now. Um, but yeah, we recorded there. We did our first album with a lot of student sessions and mm-hmm. I, I've probably talked about that before, but you're able to go in usually on a weeknight and record a couple songs with students, um, running the board with a, a, a you know, a trained, really good instructor kind of helping them along. Mm-hmm. And then you'll get a mix down your song for free. And I've done that probably in the thousands of times I've recorded out there. And a lot of times it's great. Sometimes it sucks. It just depends on how it goes. But uh, the first time we recorded all that using those student sessions for the basic tracks and then went back and redid some guitar parts and redid some vocals and mm-hmm. put that out. And the second album, we recorded it just like just like a real album. We all went up there for for like four weekends. The first two was all recording and mm-hmm. the rest was overdubs and then mixing. And I mean, it was awesome. Man. Yeah. It was just... It's so those a, two... It, it, it's a big process, though, because yeah. I think a lot of folks, uh, if, if let's say you're a painter and you've never actually experienced what it's like to be in a studio, there's, it's a process. You know, you get, usually the rhythm section, the bottom end is done first, you know, the drums, the bass, and, and you build on that. Mm-hmm. You get the guitars on top of it, and then you put the vocals in, 
a lot of folks think it's still like it was back in the day when Elvis and the Beatles would record. It was just more of a, a live session, mm-hmm. you know, where they would just play it. And and they would overdub too. They'd go back and take parts out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like what we do here. It's, well, technology really evolved with them too, as right. as they went along, and they used that to their advantage. And we started to do that later on in other projects. Like originally, it was like if you can't do this live, and it don't need another guitar part in there. It don't need this. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Why is all these vocals in here if we can't do that live? And then as you get older and the technology changes, you you start playing the. The, the studio as its own instrument and the, yes. the engineer, the producer kind of, you, you learn to, to take information from someone else that you might be yeah. able to use it. Your ego goes away. And if somebody's yeah. got a suggestion, just cause it wasn't your suggestion doesn't mean it's bad. And, and that's what we did. We played the studio like an instrument, it's right. its own instrument. And just cause you can't necessarily recreate that exactly live doesn't mean it shouldn't. Go exactly. On the I've always thought, you know, like instead of having a chorus, on your guitar amp, why not play it twice in the studio? Give it that right. fuller sound, yeah. you know. But the chorus adds its own thing too. It, that, it, does. That, it, it does. It just depends on. I mean, there's guys that do that too. They'll slightly detune mm-hmm. the guitar the second playthrough, and and it sounds. It just it makes it sound just that, yeah. that much different. Or you'll try to play it exactly right, and you can't, and your bends aren't the same. And it's cool, but yeah. There's also that effect. Just the the natural coloring of that effect can bring that out yeah into it and and we're kind of getting into an area where we can have a different episode and i do want to talk to some engineers uh who record Mm -hmm. eventually Uh, but there's a lot of creativity that can go into that you know the 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 mic placement the the amp that's used uh the the even in the drum world there's you know the different woods the different sizes of drums and the heads that you're using I would, um, whenever I record acoustically, one of the things I love to do is I'd take two kick drum mics. I'd put one inside, actually three, I guess you could say. I put one inside for the overall tone of the, the drum. And then I'd make a tunnel out of moving blankets and run that tunnel about uh, four feet away from the head mm-hmm. and put another microphone there. And it was, uh, the phase was flipped. So you'd have the internal mic would have its phase on, say, positive, and the other phase would be on negative. That way they wouldn't cancel each other out with sound. But then I'd also have an SM57 at the beater side, outside the drum, so you can get that attack, Mm -hmm. right? You'd have that slap, so to speak. And it made such a wonderful sound for kick drums. You know, and I, I even think there's a big difference if you mic a snare on top and bottom versus one just on top right you know you, you need that that buzz of the snares actually just bouncing and vibrating off the bottom head i think it makes a, a good sound uh but it takes an engineer who knows how to do that right you, know, you can't just throw a mic on there and go well there i've got it because you know you might be rattling on the on the floor tom on the right hand side or the left hand side depending on how which dominant side you are that snare is going to vibrate from those low frequencies, even from the bass. Yeah, <clears throat> and I've I've recorded a lot of times with with musicians in the same studio, and you pick up the the slapping of the strings, you know, just in the mics I'm using for the drums. Right, right, and and I've I've actually moved to electronics, which I love. I, a lot of people hate them. I know this, but I can I can go through and do all the things that the engineer likes to do with mics. I can emulate that now in 
the electronics that I have. I know it's not available on a lot of things, but mm-hmm. I enjoy that. So now it's almost like I have a recording studio in my spare bedroom and I can just kind of go up in there and just, hey, let's let's fuck around and see what happens if I have a maple head or a maple drum versus a birch mm-hmm. and you know, in different sizes, you know, I can go like the 28 inch kick drums and it's just insane. I know we're kind of getting off on a tangent of different things, but it's that, that's the, the, the big side. I think if we're going to keep bringing Colossal into this a little bit, that's where technology is taking us with musicians, uh, with recording and musicians and, and having them in the studio. You can, there really is no limit anymore at all. Yeah. And I liked how you said the studio was the other instrument. I think it was, that was kind of cool because, you know, we came up in a time, I think both of us where you did kind of get a little bit pissy about the idea that, you know, you want to record only what you can play live. Don't add all this other shit because you can't do that live. And yeah, that's not necessarily true anymore with, with digital, you can add it, you know, and I don't know, there's, there's a little bit of a, debate on that too you know how much how much extra stuff do you want to do and Mm -hmm. the the musicians have to play with the click track now and follow a a routine they can't do anything uh spur of the moment which you like i know um i don't know there's a whole lot there that we could really get into and i i guess if you're listening and you're an engineer and want to be on the show give give us drop us an email because i i think it'd be something interesting to do to talk about because there's a whole lot there really well, I guess that's it. <laughs> just kind of, just kind of, <laughs> we went kind of wound it out. Yeah, we started out with this other thing, and we're like, oh, okay, well, let's do this and let's do this. I, I want to, I, I do want to say that you know the the whole recording clips thing is new for us. You know, it, it's a it's a big jump for us. I mean, it really is. Yeah, uh, we've got this is our Snake River Canyon. Yeah, we've <laughs> don't say that because it wasn't made. They didn't, he didn't do it. Not the first time, but there's there's a lot going on here that I, w- I want to do. We're uh, we're going to keep doing these studio sessions right here in my little spare bedroom studio. I'll and, wear a tux uh, next time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll be recording every episode from here on out. Probably won't be doing video for every episode in terms of you know. You're, I just I'm not going to do the full video. Obviously, um, is that obvious? Yeah, I think I think so because I I don't have a, that much time to do it. But one of the things that I want to get at, and I'm going to try to say this quickly is we're going to do clips and put some clips on there. We'll do some, um, behind the scenes stuff maybe when we get a little more comfortable with it. And eventually Paul and I will be able to just kind of forget the cameras are rolling mm-hmm. and go back to the way we recorded before where it's just get it done and go on with it and be a little bit more. I know this was to me, this felt a little more stuffy, in terms of, oh, we've got this going on, we've got that going on, there's new things going on, and there's a lot for me that I've got to focus on um, in addition to the audio at this point. And uh, I think this is fun. I really do. But yeah. like I said, we're going to continue doing the studio sessions. I don't really have a name for everything yet, but I'm I'm calling, for my own personal use, these every other uh, weeks are the studio sessions. I'm going to start doing something I'm calling solo shots where I'm going to basically record a 20 minute, roughly 20 minute, uh, podcast. It's just me, uh, talking about news, whatever yeah. to you fill think, the other week. You think people want to want to have that without me? I mean, no, not really. I'd like to have you there, but you're busy. You're, you are a colossal 
waster of time when it comes to things you have to do. <laughs> I thought uh, we were going to go down the bi-monthly. Uh, well, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, but uh, what I'm getting at is uh, there's there's one more thing I want to I want to do uh, a monthly feature of an artist. You know, mm-hmm. primarily local artists because I want to. Uh, feature them and, and get their their story out and things like that. And I think it'd be fun to do more of that. Uh, so that means we're going to go to all, we're going to go to every week. There's going to be a podcast every week. That's going to start September 7th this year. Mm-hmm. So Good thing you're starting at while you got this art project that you got. You oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I'm looking at a promotion at work and trying to get into a new job. And, you know, just... Fucking take all the colossal shit and put it in my lap. Well, your life has become pretty colossal. It has, I, and I'm quite colossal. I'm I'm gaining all kinds of weight. I can't stop gaining because well, I ate the whole. Um, well, at least I had a couple slices of pizza, but I ate the whole pizza last night. Pretty <laughs> yeah, much. Well, there you go. Well, um, causality. Yeah, I think you got that figured out. Yeah, I think so. But uh, that's kind of what we're doing. I wanted this episode is is kind of a a, a throw into us doing some other new things and. Kind of excited about it, and I uh, hope everybody listening and possibly watching some of these clips uh, are pretty interested in it. I don't know. I don't have a good way to tell you where the webs or the new YouTube channel is yet because W no, it's w not, dot. not there. It's not there. Um, just go semicolon to front <laughs> slash backslash. <laughs> If you, if you go to YouTube and look up all walks of art, you should be able to find us in your search. Should you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's Doesn't still work. it's still no so new that I don't actually have the URL yet for it. What's uh, that stand for? I don't know, but it's 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 like your address, right? I know what it is. I didn't ask you what it was. I asked you <laughs> what it stands for. I don't understand what it means. I don't know what U R L means. So I I can't say. But uh, Universal Reserved Service, you should know that. It does mean that, really? No, I don't know. I just made it up. <laughs> I was like, where's the yes, man? Um, but yeah, it, it's it's fun. I'm pretty excited about all this. I really am. And you're just making fun of me. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I don't get it. Just having fun, man. Yeah. Two creatives walk into a fucking bar, and yeah. there's cameras everywhere, and beer. and Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Well, are you have anything else to add to the show? Any colossal moments? Any other things that you just want to say? You I know? told you yeah. that was that was a big one. First time recording in the studio was a, a big one. Yeah, well, I didn't mean you had to repeat it. I just meant. Well, no, <laughs> I said I, my answer was the first first <laughs> album. Playing the the Al Rosa for the first time. Your question, man. You're a colossal fuck up. Hey, playing <laughs> playing the Al Rosa for the first time was a big that, colossal yes, moment. That, that's good. That's uh, good. Opening for national band. Mm-hmm. Overkill was the the was a colossal moment. There's a lot of good ones, man. It's yeah. just like um, the largest oil painting I ever did is behind me right now. It, it's that, that's a big moment. I need to burnish it and get it to the owner. Really, you should. I should. I finally got my They'd like last. To have it. Do they listen to this podcast and here you are fucking off? And uh, yeah, they have <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. They're like they'll yeah. be able to see it behind uh, you. What are you going to ever... put behind you when you get rid of it? I don't know. Something else I haven't finished right now yet. I got so many things on on my plate. It's ridiculous. So, like right now, you have a colossal uh, body of unfinished work. Yeah, you know this camera's this 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 one over here is going to go off any second. Good. So let's record the ending. Let's get it done. Let's move on. Thursday. Let these people get back to their lives. Oh, we're also going to be the first in September. I need to say we're moving to Wednesdays. 
So Wednesday at 3 a.m., the episode will oh. come out. It'll be uh, just like it is on my. It, it, I got a lot of reasons for this, but um, it's all up here. It's gonna stay up here because you're weird. I didn't weird. even ask. I did not even <laughs> ask. I don't want to know. But uh, starting September seventh, yeah, we're gonna go once a week. That way, you have something to listen to. Paul will still be here every uh, second and fourth Wednesday of the month. The third Wednesday of the month will be the artist feature, and I'm gonna fill the gaps in with the. Um, solo episodes the that, single shots the single shots yeah and if I decide you know I want to do something with somebody online it might be a double shot maybe I'll phone in know. once in a while yeah that'd be little, kind of fun yeah we can do that five minutes yeah so that's all I have alright then may your drinks be tasty and your muse thirsty we'll see you on the next one see you Paul Goodbye. <laughs> Trying to have a good sign off, and you're like, nah, I'm gonna fuck it up, man. Oh, I, did, I didn't. <laughs> I pulse perfect. Yeah. All right. Why are you clapping at yourself, weirdo? I know. <laughs> Don't do that. Now it's in there twice. I'm not gonna know which one to use. I think you will. It's the one that's coming out of my mic. The little, the little, I am your mic. The little that you are. <laughs> You're my big mic. <laughs> Turn you off. <laughs>